0: And welcome to the latest episode of Racing Only Better. This is your go-to Royal Ascot preview show ahead of every single day. We preview every single race across the Royal Meeting and we rock and roll on to day three as we record today, the morning of day two. And after day one, TC is in great spirits because he had an excellent first day. TC, check in. How are you?
1: Yeah, not bad. i am really annoyed at myself for not tipping Tipping him up afresh. But um yeah, it was a it paid for the day and then some triple time, but uh the rest of the day didn't entirely go to plan. But the my biggest bet of the day, Law of the Sea. Well, he's got in the frame each way. So yeah. It, well, yeah, it wasn't a bad day. Tipping wise could have been a lot lot better.
0: Solid start. What was your nap on day one, by the way?
1: Law of the sea each way. Oh,
0: okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. So he's rocking and rolling. Dan, how are you after one day of the royal meeting?
2: I always feel I already feel a bit battered and bruised. You know, when when you back horses that, by the nature of these races, just don't run very well, it can be a bit. It can be a bit of a gut punch, can't it? And when and when I'm when you're sitting at the end of the day and Bolshoi Ballet finishing second as an each way recommendation and a place lay of Saga at about three to one, you can't exactly rejoice as a successful day.
0: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. And Kevin Blake, how the stamina reserves with you?
3: Yeah, like I think after day one is always a bit is always a bit lolly um for me because you know there's so much in the prep and then you get there and you're excited day one so um after day one is completed I think you're you're a little bit tired but I think we'll we'll, we'll definitely get the second and third wind as the week goes on
0: lovely well obviously the first gamble of the meeting was landed as I left the car park at 10 30 last night having aimed to leave at 6 30 so that was not mm-hmm. ideal
1: but you're but not I'd- drinking
0: are you no not drinking so no.
1: you stayed in a Royal Ascot car park completely sober till 10 30.
0: I and TC, what you don't understand is I'm actually just great crack with or without a <laughs> drink. No,
1: I'm, <laughs> not, a I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying about all the other people around you must be absolutely... Sober. Oh,
0: tonto, tonto, but that's what's so much fun. I actually got asked out on a date, which I will come to maybe on Wade in, because he's not a racing person, so we could discuss it on the podcast. But anyway, let's move on. Let's
1: move on. Well, that geezer you said, uh, the geezer industry geezer that you, Dan, said asked her out on Twitter once, no?
0: No no, 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 no. Not in the game, not in the game. Anyway, we've digressed here. Barry will be getting <laughs> crossed. This is supposed to be a short, sharp, snappy show. Uh, first race on the third day is the Norfolk Stakes. And we get to see this clash between the National Stakes winner and Elite Status, Carlberg taking on American Rascal. Elite Status is currently with the Sportsbook 13 to 8. And American Rascal is 11 to 4. No Name Meets, the other American runner, is 5 to 1. Uh, those are the top three currently. Uh, Kev, we will come to you first here. For me, I just I I'm not abandoning elite status now. Loved him then, still love him now, but he's got a hell of a lot on his plate here.
3: Yeah, he does, and I I just kind of hope and I anticipate, but I hope he he sharpens up a little bit because it's not like he. He bombed through the national stakes and you know powered away. You know he was he was he needed to be niggled along much of the way and it was only in the final furlong that he really did his thing. So I know Carl was stressing afterwards that you know he hadn't you know really uh, fired him up you know prior to that. So hopefully he kind of naturally just gets a bit sharper um, because he he's going to have you know a much stronger test of of you know early pace in this race because you have the likes of American Rascal and plenty of others that that are like really naturally fast and sharp and mm-hmm. i just hope that he doesn't kind of get get out of it mid race and and come and you know and and lose it there you know before coming home well um so like i, I don't mind him at all um, american rascal was brilliant first time out was not not always the easiest to weigh up um, but I think by the time we get to this, race, the ground should be you know, nice and quick again for him, which will maximise his chance. But look, I'm inclined to have a look outside um, the, the two that are dominating the market. And one that hasn't got much chat in the in the build-up to this is um, Devious of Donald O'Brien, um, who won from one, won at Nays first time out and wasn't a surprise to anyone. I think he'd been showing up really, really well. Um, amongst Don two-year-olds and he has been having plenty of two-year-old winners this year. Um, he ultimately won very well. And the second came out from a second to um a horse of aidens that is, that is well regarded in um unforgivable. Um, isn't it unforgivable? unforgivable yeah. It? Um, unquestionable. Sorry, <laughs> early in the morning. Forget it. Forgettable.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, very, 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 very
3: un- unforgivable mistake. That, um, <laughs> but yeah devious i was really impressed with him that day he he was quite isolated on the far side and he stuck to his task really well um and look this this has been the the talk since so he'll be a double figure price um no one's really talking about him and i think he'll acquit himself well
0: okay cool yeah he's currently 14 to 1 on the sports book uh tc are you with kevin in, in the sense of you're sort of looking away from those top few in the well the top two in the market predominantly
1: no, oh, I've got plenty of waffle to come, so I'll, I'll give this a pass. I won't be having a bet, so uh, okay. I don't want to just drone on for, for no reason. No bet All me. right.
0: And Dan, um, we know two-year-olds are not your game, but do you have a strong view on this?
2: Yeah, but this this thing has been... I've been as impressed with this horse as I have pretty much any two-year-old in the last few years. I think he's been brilliant. It was the strength of his finish. I bet as delighted as they would be with four, bear in mind on the first day, the Coventry-Rivertide was drawn low. The next two home were drawn in double figures, but the field was sort of shunning near side, wasn't it? It was all edging mid to far. So I bet as happy as they would have been with four in hindsight, I bet they're even more delighted that the American horse got one because he's going to be Have
1: you named the horse
2: yet? Elite status, sorry. He's got to be talking about elite I think they were delighted that he got four because he can track what's likely to be a blistering pace set by the American. Um, I, I, it's one of those for me. I'm pretty confident that he's a high-class horse. Some of the others maybe, but I find it hard to believe he's going to be something that's better than him if he gets an even run of it based on what I've seen so far, so I'm not deserting him.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Thank you, Dan. I'm music to my ears. Let's move on to the three o five. It's over the one mile, four furlongs, and it's the King George V handicap. And Tagabawa is your four to one favourite currently on the sportsbook. Berglund expects nine to two. Bertinelli in there at six to one. Refuse at sevens. Wonder Legend. I mean, TC. We'll come to you here. Just the whole, as you would expect in this race, a whole host of handicap debutants or handicap second starts what's well handicapped in here what's the value
1: well I'm, look, some of these markets when they first go up uh, are just mystify me um when you say the best handicapped horse in the race the best handicapped horse in the race is officially cloudbreaker um four pound well in uh so there's your answer but that horse opened up yesterday for 40s and 33s across the board only one firm looking to duck him unfortunately that was a sportsbook at 25s but i think they're bang right Uh, The four, there's still some forties knocking around, but I just can't get my head around it. I mean, like I said, Cloudbreaker. Um, You've got a horse here, a filly here, that finished um, a good fourth to two horses that are going on to running the Ribbles down. uh, Warm Heart and Blue Stocking. Um, The third has come out and won a listed race since. The fifth has come out and finished a four length uh, fourth in a listed race. The sixth has come out and won a maiden. Uh, and he's also running in the Ribblesdale. And this horse is went into that race rated eighty three. Ran a cracker to be fourth. Originally the handicapper put him up to eighty. Uh, put her up to eighty nine. Then looked to how well the form was working out. Then put her up to ninety three. So that's why she's four pound well in here. Was right. that that mark kicked in yesterday? And like go back and have a look at that newbie run. It was a real good run. Um, I think the step up in trip will suit. Uh, See the stars filly. I'm a bit surprised they put cheap pieces on because she did nothing wrong in that race. She travelled really kindly throughout. She stuck on really well close home. Uh, but you got got to trust in the gingy man, haven't you? Uh, he knows what he's doing there. I mean, he, his record with first-time cheat pieces isn't great. Buy from 44 in recent years. But, no, I look at Cloudbreaker. I look at the way that newbie form was worked out. She's £4 well in. And basically, two or three firms yesterday put her in at the outside, outside of the field. I like her drawing 19. It's a common myth that you want to be drawn low over a mile for Ascot. So drawing in 19 is absolutely fine. She's drawn in
0: 22, isn't
1: she? Yeah, but obviously that's free reserves there. So effectively, she'll, oh, I see.
0: Sorry, effectively sorry, sorry, she'll sorry, be drawn
1: 19 of 19. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh So, yes, Um I just can't get my head around the price. The sports book are right, trying to her at 25. In fact, I'd still back her at 25. I'd still back her at 16s plus. Cloud Breaker yeah. is just unfathomably priced.
0: Strong shout from TC with Cloudbreaker, then, as you said, 25 to 1
1: currently with the Sportsbook. Five like places, by the way, there.
0: Five, paying, playing extra places, five places. And Dan, I suppose the thing is with that angle in is that she just doesn't have the sexy profile. Like once mm. you hear TC's case, you can completely get on board with it. But she just doesn't have the sexy profile of all the ones ahead of her in the betting.
2: Yeah, you or can. not have them. Yeah, I think I think you Tony totally touched upon the potential negative, that combo of up in trip and headgear at the same time. And if really like, I'd rather they just did one than the other, and mm. then they can explore both at the same time later on. I'm trying to take the confusion and the, the unexposed ones and the potential out of this and just say that Ellie will be a good each way bet with the extra places based on one of the most obvious this horse wants mile and a half performance in winning a race at Newbury, as you will see. Now, it seems a bit counterintuitive looking back. I mean, Hookham won this three years ago. You basically want to be about a stone ahead of your mark, and the higher you get up the weights, the less likely that is to happen, obviously, because you've got less room to manoeuvre. But he's four races into his career. He's never tried a mile and a half. He's another outstandingly bred Bally Doyle horse who is from the family of uh, Together Forever, uh, Forever Together, and has basically represented a stable that have had one of the best opening days that you could possibly get. They just, they weren't really missing the target. Far cry from Godolphin's performance on the first day and the Godolphin horse has been made favourite. So that's what I'm doing. I think, I think this could be a group horse. And if he's £10 ahead of his mark, I think he'll be placed for sure. And if he proves to be a stone ahead of his mark, like so many previous winners of this, he'll, he'll possibly win it.
0: All right, Bertinelli, 6-1 to on the sports book as we speak right now. What about you, Kev, Blake? What have you got uh, as a well-handicapped individual in here?
3: Ash, look, these three-year-old handicaps are as tough as it gets, really. Um, look, over this course and distance, I want to wide draw, ideally one that's going to be forward. Um, and one that fits that bill is Davideo, and Rafe Beckett, um, son of Galileo. We've only seen him three times. One has made the new market last time, jumped out, made all. Um, very powerful. Will love fast ground. Will you know? Showed good gate speed and good early speed. He should be able to roll forward there from out wide, and um, get into um a strong position. Um, look, it's a little bit of guesswork in terms of how much might be forthcoming, but look, the pedigree is there, and the style was there. He's taken like a a substantial step forward with each of his three starts. Um, he'd finished second to. Mustab and um, on, on his final start last season, which, you know, was a tough ask over a mile for, for this fella who's, you know, a mile and a half horse taking on a horse that's a, clearly a very good miler. Um, so, yeah, he's kind of 14, 16 to one, and I, I thought he'd um, he'd go well. But uh, really, really tough, these races.
0: Tough contest indeed. Before we roll on to the 340, guys, which is, of course, the Ribblesdale, don't forget bet ten get 10, have a £10 bet on horse racing multiples Get a free £10 bet on horse racing multiples, but do it responsibly and read the T's and C's before you do it. But what a week and what a day to get stuck into the multiples. Uh, So enjoy that offer. Let's talk about the Ribblesdale because Alice Schieffer is now in here at five to six, which after not knowing if she was going to come here and whether she'd be turned around for Royal Ascot, they've decided to roll the dice with her. And as a result, she's a very short price favourite in here, taking on the likes of Blue Stocking and Warm Heart. We've already touched upon their form from Newbury. Infinite Cosmos in there at six to one TC. But is this just the case of Alashie? I mean, you were so impressed with her, as we all were at Goodwood. Is she just going to be a cut above here?
1: Um, The handicap has given her a mark of 111, so he's not totally sold yet. Um, and that doesn't give her that much in hand of the field. It just she's just a classic bet fair horse. She's going to be trading around in even money on exchange. and you know it's she will just divide opinion. Everyone saw how impressive she was last time. Mm-hmm. But against that, the time wasn't great. She's up in trip, big field, drawn 13, right in the bang in the middle, hustle and bustle. You Wouldn't want to be keen here either. I mean, go and uh, go and listen. Ryan's been in good form with his columns this week. On betting.betfair, um, he actually says this Philly is the most impressive horse he has actually seen this season. But he admits he actually listed all the negatives I did as well. So he he, he said, you know, if you're token odds on about this this Philly, then you know, she's a real different test here. Um, I'd I'd have to let her go. Uh, I wouldn't be laying her. Um I'm looking outside of it. I'm not sure if I'm going to tip it, but I had back to. I've had a small bet on the Village Voice at twenty fives each way. Um, now she She has a stamina to prove, and she has a she has the ground to prove as well. She, she's never raced on anything you know quicker than soft, but I think she had a really good attitude to win on heavy ground over a mile to a last time. Navan. And and obviously, Jessie Harrington's won this race in 2020, 2015. Um, She's coming here in the knowledge that the Philly's going to need to stay and she will be hitting quicker ground and she's happy to come here. So, in Jessie, we trust each way, Village Voice 25 to 1 with the sportsbook.
0: Okay, another big price out from TC. Uh, Kev Blake, uh, Joseph's got Lumiere Rock in here, stepping up in trip, 20 to one shot currently. And there's a few horses at bigger prices for me, like Midnight Mile, who, I don't know, just, I just feel like being overlooked somewhat in the market because there is so much hype around, really the favourite in here. Um where did you land in this? Do you think it's more wide open than the betting suggests? or? Um,
3: yeah, I, th- I think it probably is. Look, um, market and, and profile of the race has completely changed since Alasifa was supplemented in. Um, she looked maximum style points last time, but how much depth was it as good as it looked? I'm not 100% sure. So um, I like the way TC... Is treating it now would be the same for me just leave her alone at even money and wish her the best of luck but she's she's yeah. certainly making the market if you want a bigger I like there's, there's plenty here that you could have a look at at bigger prices um like yeah. crown princess french Raider, is, is one i wouldn't discount um ran very well in the san Allery last time i know the farm maybe took a couple of little um a couple of little blows in the Diane at the weekend but um like her profile is is quite progressive and like she shouldn't be the type of price she is that's a bit mad um and midnight mile was one i also intended to mention i think the step up and trip is going to suit her i know she's got plenty of airing on this podcast in the past big eye-catching run at the breeder's cup and looked in need of a mile and a half behind soul sister last time um but i've I've been talking about lumiere rock for this race and i i don't think i'll desert her at this stage um i thought she shaped really well at nace last time behind caroline street who again maybe didn't advertise the forum brilliantly in the pre to Diane but and the thing with her is it's always been about going up and trip she's always shaped like a really strong stair um as she stepped up and trip along the way and she did so again over 10 furlongs last time um I think better ground real nice true run race will suit her well and look she should be hitting the line well um, further she has the class um time will tell but look she's got a, an official rating of 105 already and um and that sits in well enough in amongst these fillies and i think there is better to come over this trip so uh you know she's with the, with the fav now supplemented in like she's kind of 20s plus now so yeah. i think that's that, that's pretty fair
0: yeah she's twenty to one on the sports book and poor mikey she dropped off uh james mcdonald as well uh in the saddle we'll look forward to seeing her run damn barber boys are going with these bigger priced horses here are you with them are you on the same page
2: uh, yeah, I'm turning to no fan site, I think. Um, <laughs> I mean, this isn't quite when Graham Souness went and put his Galatasaray flag in the centre circle of Fenerbahce, but I'm firmly planting mine in in their camp um, after not just after opening day, but generally. I wonder if the market has taken a pretty strong view, hasn't it? I'm, I'm taking Alice for out of it. I'll, I'll perhaps look at without favourite markets, yeah. and yeah. if she, I get actually would it sound like a loser here, but i get enough pleasure seeing her be absolutely devastating, like an Eswara type, um, to not have to get involved. But the market is pretty strong, isn't it? In the belief that blue stocking will just reverse form from you with warm heart. Maybe she will. She came from a poor position, but is she not just going to get the same ride again? Dropped mm-hmm. out on this tricky round course. We saw what happened, what can happen at this place yesterday. The Ascot stakes. I thought the winner did remarkably well, but not many got into it from further back you have to show a turn of pace they dawdle and then they sprint into the straight so i don't think she's each way thieving good thing that the market suggests about nine to two token suggestion that the new reform will be upheld because Warmheart will be better positioned in
1: sport what's just as important as the goals the glory the roar of the crowd yes it's the halftime break time for a breather a reset to keep everything on track in sports betting, Betfair's safer gambling tools help you do that too, like timeouts, so you take that all-important halftime break, or deposit limits to help you keep count. Manage your play at safergambling.betfair.com. Simple ways to stay on top of your game with Betfair. 18+. Be gamblerware.org.
0: Let's move on to the big race on day three. It is, of course, the Ascot Gold Cup over the marathon trip at two mile, four furlongs. And Coltrane is your 100 to 30 favourite. Eldar Elderoff in here at seven to two. Courage Monamethian, very much unknown at five to one. Emily Dickinson, 11 to two. Old Boy Subjectivist at 10s. Yabir in here at 10s, big interest around him. Broom, Echoes and Rain for the Mullins team. Trushan, this is an absolute belter for me. I mean, some people saying it's not a sort of vintage renewal of the Ascot Gold Cup, but I just think there's so many different levels of interest coming in here. Different profiles, improvers, old stalwarts. I love mm. it. I'm here for it. But Daniel, yeah, yeah. you're just obviously backing Emily Dickinson on the basis of what you've gone with so
1: far. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> 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 so I'm predictable, Daniel. But
2: <laughs> go on,
1: yeah. go on. Make
0: a case. Make a case. I
2: think. I don't. I'm. i have got it down. I say I've got it down to two. What? What's Courage Monami I don't think any of us know. As you say, Vanessa, what a what a great race this is. So many strands of form, from the established top notches right through to Courage Monami is an unknown quantity. And Johnny G, his old famous quote about you've got to be a bit of a tosser, was it? <laughs> to not oh, roll the big guys again a, with a W, w Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say the uh, the clean cut version. Um. About, you know, having a crack when you've got a very good one, not worrying about handicap marks, but five to one for a big step up in grade. I think Elder Elder ran a notably eye-catching trial at York, really weak in the market, strong at the finish, looking like he'd definitely stay the trip. And he's still got potential, hasn't he, in only his second full season of racing, really. But I've had to believe that Emily Dickinson's crying out for the trip for a long time. I'm hoping Ryan goes forward from three. Yeah, it'd be good to see Aidan have a, have a treble on day two. I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> okay, Emily Dickinson for Dan. I'm very much hopeful and I'm predicting that none of these three boys are going to land on the same horse. So over to you, TC, in what is a belt of a race, as we've discussed.
1: Yeah, It's funny how these posh people can get away with swearing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If someone like me said something like that, oh, you're uncouth, get away, get away, yeah, yeah. Do, it a, do it with a posh voice. And... Your word did start with C, though. Hey,
2: <laughs> your word did start with C. <laughs>
1: <laughs> best, word in the, best word in the dictionary. I'm assuming it's in the dictionary, anyway. Um, I went around in circles with this. Um, I think Cold Train is a very fair price at 72 on the exchange, pay angle big cool subjectivist I don't think they'll ride Emily Dickinson forward here I think subjectivist will go on and I think about 12 on the exchange is okay but I came around to the fact that I haven't really got a strong opinion and with 35 races of the week you can mm-hmm. sit, you can sit at least two out every day and I'm going to sit this one out I would say read Brian's column on on Emily Dickinson he said there were three reasons why she ran below par last time um, you think the ground was too quick over that shorter trip. Um, and he said he when he went from the front, he felt obliged to go down the inner and not wide, because I think he wanted to be wide that day. And he said, but he, he couldn't come wide and, and give away that much distance when making the lead. So he said there were three, uh, two or three reasons why she got beat last time. If she hadn't run there, aunties and uncles, et cetera, uh, she'd be fab here. So he, he, would give, he would give Dan confidence. But for me, it's a no bet race.
0: All right. Too tough the TC. That says it all. Uh, Kev, was it too tough for you? Surely not.
3: No, I think Coltrane's very solid at the price. I think he looked better than ever. Um, We know the course and distance is perfectly fine for him. And look, I just think he's very solid. Like he's a late bloomer, um, but he was particularly good at the back end of last season. He was very good in his return. And Preparation has been really good, seemingly. Um, and yeah, I thought he'd be a little bit shorter, to be honest. Um, but mind that my, my ears have been pricking with the positive chat about subjectivists in recent days. Um, a lot of it, has not it? Yeah, look, and he was brilliant. Like back, go back to twenty twenty one now, and between the win in Dubai and the win in this race, like he looked brilliant. Like he was going to rule the division for ages. And just from a from a tactics point of view, like I'd say they could get the lead to themselves if they wanted it. Um, so he'd be dangerous to to um to not respect in front. So yeah, if you wanted one, if, if Cold wasn't for you, or you wanted one at a bigger price, Subjectivist would do. But Coltrane is my selection.
0: Okay, two positive nods then around Coltrane and his current price. Uh, probably says plenty about the depth of the race but you're still getting a decent price on the favourite in the Gold Cup. On we roll to the Britannia Stakes uh, at the five o'clock Ascot on the Wednesday. And 30 runners over the mile here, a heritage handicapped, very tricky. Six to one quantum impact for Frankie Dettori, who'll be hoping that by this point, his week has improved after day one. Good Karma, next best at 12. New Endeavour, 12. Docklands, 14. Panic Alarm, 14. Saxon King, 14. I mean, these prices just tell you how tricky this is. TC, was this a race that you managed to find, A, the winner of, but B, a sort of strong opinion on?
1: Yeah, uh, my, my opinions are based solely on price and and Dockland's at four teams of the sportsbook is, fits that bill. Um, I actually thought he'd been edging into single figures. What I would say about this race is, if you look, it's a 30-runner handicap. Normally, you'd expect six, seven places. All bookmakers are going four places on this race because they're giving all profits to charity. I think Flutter, are uh, one of the groups involved, um, there's a load of load of charities involved, so if I'm you're thinking, if you're thinking nasty bookmakers only giving me four places in the thirty run race, that's the reason. Is like I said, it's it's for charity, so it's the one. Dan, the Dan Barber did his
2: brains on day one. Charity, it, it's, six, it's
1: one race where, as a result, I think you're going to have to back win only because um obviously the the place terms aren't are great but it's for a very good reason and a very good course so
3: just <laughs> such as the cynical nature of punters you can be sure there'll be some out there be like ah charity me arse give me me extra <laughs> places
1: don't <Yeah>, <laughs> the check where it's gone sunshine I believe you yeah. um no I think I think, Dockland, we'll alarm. I think Dockland's 14s is, is like you said lightly raised profile pissed up over course and distance last time 14 pound raise oh, how, so, how uncouth What's that? I won't cooth. What, piss? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Solution. Real oh, sorry. Um, Hang on,
0: let me say it. He pissed up over the course of distance last time. <laughs> yeah, you
1: get away with the F-word quite regularly in it, Potty milk, you do, don't you? Potty. I know. Um. Well,
0: girl.
1: Back to the racing. Back to the racing. Um. Yeah, 14-pound <laughs> hike is, is obviously quite severe, but did win by six and a half lengths. The form is mixed. The second, third, and seventh have all got stuffed, but... Um, another one from the race should have won at Saturday and on Saturday and I think the seventh have come out of one seat so it's the forms mixed but it's all about the style of the victory up to a mark of 94 is rated half rubber to a horse is rated higher than that so I think it's got the profile it's got the pedigree it's in form it's got the course and distance form what it hasn't got is a form on on, on quick ground um, but again I come back to the Jesse Hound thing. if you come to Rascot this year you know you're going to get quick ground unless um, Chris Stickles waters a bit more on um, Thursday morning, which I think he probably will do, given the forecast. He might even be wa- we're doing this on Wednesday morning. He might even be watering today again. But, um, yeah, I, I think not Dockland's at 14s. I was expecting eights or nines, to be perfectly honest with you. So I have to play it. Win only at 14s with a sportsbook.
0: All right. Yeah, Docklands for TC then. Uh, Dan, over to you for the Britannia, please.
1: Yeah,
2: obviously rock Rockard. Uh, Tony's mentioned that salient point about reduced place terms. Well, I suppose this is, as it would have been in the olden days. I think we've been spoiled, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Um, a very tentative view due to the open nature of the race. Uh, Ramazan basically hasn't run a bad race in his career so far. I thought he shaped well at York on his return. Plenty of form in big fields, even at this early stage of his career. No strong view. Re draw. A lot of these are just just getting going. I think Dark Thirty would try and force the pace in nineteen. Perhaps he did it at York when he won. And Ramadan's just two to his to his right as they leave the lever stalls. And so he might get a good toe into it as well on that far side. But it would be about as weak a view as you can have.
0: All right, fair enough. Ramazan currently 16s on the sportsbook. Um, Kevin, last word on the Britannia from you. Just an hour comes in here as the least exposed individual for the Joseph O'Brien Yard, currently 16s. Is he in any way of an interest in here?
3: Yeah, no, I think he's definitely of interest, Vanessa. Um, like He's always been a particularly good workhorse, but like it would have worked as a, like a stakes horse before he ever ran. Um, I'm not sure he liked Dundalk. His first two runs were there. Um, but he got onto the turf at Killarney last time, and I think he did well to win. Um, race wasn't run to suit him. Narmar got it, got a break on him. He had a lot of work to do, but he managed to run him down. Um, and look, ninety would look would look fair based on his homework. Um, I'm hoping there's more to come. Um, stiff mile will suit him well, and better than Killarney will. Um, so look, the Irish struggle in this race. They've had two out of two winners in the last thirty years. Um, but I think he's uh, he's he's a, a pretty reasonable representative now, and hopefully he'll run well.
0: All right, on we roll to the Hampton Court then. Five thirty-five over the ten furlongs. The Group Three Drumroll is your four to one favourite. Epic Tetters next, also four to one. Exoplanet in there, eleven to two. Um, Boldax, seven to one. There's some interesting types in behind, deeper into the market, but. Dan Barber again, Aiden O'Brien at the top of the market. Are you continuing the theme with drum roll?
2: No, kick, I've kicked the habit at this point. Thankfully, it took a while, right. but um, okay. one I thought he might be most overpriced based on one poor run, but he's got to put it behind him. Obviously, He's Canberra legend who went off thirteen to two for a Dante. Um, we know it's traditionally the strongest Derby trial by the Guinness, perhaps, and. Surely he just didn't show his form. We haven't seen him since. He's had a month or so off. He did look a good horse first two starts, particularly on his debut at Newcastle. I liked him. Not got a bad draw. He was the one who I just thought, oh, actually, I think his price could be out of line. Not saying it definitely is, because if he continues on the trajectory he started on at York, then he won't run a rate at all. But judge him on what he did first two runs, and I think he can make a case for 14s being too big.
0: Yeah, currently 14 to 1 on the sports book for the James Ferguson team. TC, over to you for this. Uh, where did you land?
1: Uh, I backed Torito at 13 to 2 in sixes, still sixes with the sports book. Obviously, finished second to my Derby Fancy Artistic Star at Sandown. I think that's strong form in a good time. And he actually danced in off a mark of 95 at, uh, at Epsom, um, up to a mark of 105. So I think he'll, he'll step up to this grade. We know. All his family are all you know. He's got two Grade One winners in there, in Journey and Indigo Girl. Uh, Mimic you as a Group Two winner, so he's got the potential. He's got the profile. He's in form, and he's got the pedigree. I actually thought he'd be near a four's favourite, to be honest with you. So Torito, but I have had, um, I've had, I had a bet on the rank outsider Dancing Magic as well, sixty-six to ones an insult on his two-year-old form ran okay in the Craven first time out, obviously. Pulled his chance away in the dante last time, Uh, but uh, they put a hood on him. Trainers are very creditable, given the nature of the operation. Free from 17, the first time headgear in recent years. And they've also put a tongue tie on, which suggests the York disappointment may have also been down to maybe a wind issue as well. Uh, 66 to 1. uh, It's a very deep feel, but 66 to 1 is uh, an insult. So Torito at 6s, Dancing Magic at 66s.
0: Lovely. Love it. Right, on to the last we go. Buckingham Palace State, seven furlong handicap, 29 runners. Uh, Unforgotten is your 13 to two favourite. Croupier, nine to one for the Simon and Ed team. Biggles in there at 10 to one. Montesib in there for the Haggis team at tens as well. Baradar for George Bowie at twelves. Um, those are just the top few in the market here, TC. But I'm guessing there's some very interesting horses in behind at this sort of contest.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to have a tip in this race. Um, if you are yeah. betting in the race, you've got five places with a sports book. Um, I tipped Ross Golley last time at uh, uh, Epsom, ran no kind of race. But interestingly, I got I got a text before the race saying, this isn't the plan. The Buckingham Palace is the plan. Um, and lo and behold, ran really badly. Epsom has come here. Um, now, he, he gets, he dropped two pounds for Epsom. He's now 10 pounds lower than when beating the length in this race last year. I think seven furlongs more he's tripped than the mile Epsom last time. And he's 33-1, 25s. Uh, I think he's twenty-fives in the sports. But even 25 is probably a little, a little bit on the big side. I have backed him very small each way uh, in this race, Ross Colin. But the more I look, the more, you know, the more I'm going off him. Because he is a
0: okay.
1: consistent profile. But Ross Collin for me, if you want to bet in the last.
0: All right, if you do, it's Ross Collin at a big yes. price for TC. And Dan Barber, send us out with a winner, please, in the lucky last.
2: Oh, man, I struggled to choose between a few of these old Ascot favourites. You know, the likes of Ropey Guest, who was runner-up last year and finally won a race at Goodwood the other day. You never thought he was such a frustrating character, would you, if you landed from space and that was the first race you saw? Um, uh, yeah. Obviously, there'd be other... Things you'd have to consider when you've landed from space. I don't think you'd be a good with watching a horse race.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> but, <laughs>
3: well, I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: um, but I need to get a few quid. So, yeah.
2: Am I mad for thinking accidental agents shouldn't be 50s? He said, I only ever run at Royal Ascot in, in Queen Anne's, won one of them, and then he refused, and he, was, he wasn't beaten that far, half a dozen lengths a couple of years ago. 50s down to 101. His return wasn't too bad. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe that's a sign that I, I shouldn't be betting in this race. But Nobody's going
1: to put you off a 50 to one. Shot. Exactly. He's a 50.
2: Even though Brian chance. doesn't
0: have a runner. And so Dan Barber's gone for the old boy accidental agent.
2: Yeah. The, the market leaders, Montessib, I thought was much. In fact, he's shown that his losing sequence wasn't down to any loss of appetite to win, was it? He got a rid- ridiculous ride, two starts back where he couldn't get into it. And then He's flashed up. He's he's taken a rise in the weights, but he's a horse who was not beaten far himself in a big field handicap over seven last year. And I think he's more of a miler anyway. So uh, uh, it's probably more of a miler. That might be a slight downside with him, but strong pace, older horse now. I think he's highly likely to run well amongst the market leads. I might just back those two each way, Montessi and uh, Accidental agent.
0: I feel, like that, I feel like listeners and viewers have got a real sense of Dan just working that out as he went there. He I just, was, yeah. He really came to that point in a natural, organic way. So we like that. Well done, Dan. He wanted to do
1: drum roll in the previous race, but you bullied him out of it as well.
0: <laughs> oh. uh, right. Uh, it's time, time for naps, guys. Naps, naps, naps. Um, Kevin Blake, we haven't heard from you in a while. We will come to you for your nap, please. Tricky day, I think. Tricky day, but give us your nap.
3: Yeah, trick is there. laugh for me, I'm um, culture and keep it simple. Gold cup.
0: Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I can see that. TC, um, what's your nap, please?
1: Uh, cloud breaker winning place in the three hundred five.
0: Lovely, lovely. Okay, and Dan, your nap got to be just made, no O'Brien treble.
1: Yeah, you think
2: that wouldn't you? Because we're based on Betfair SP, um, and we're not getting the extra places that you would in the sports book with Bertinelli. I'm going to go for keeping it very simple i think elite states is a top draw two-year-old and i think Ooh. the uh the yankee doodle will give him a perfect toe into the race
0: lovely okay I, I was starting the day with a bang on wednesday uh on the third day sorry and that wraps up the show everyone Day three preview done and dusted. Stay tuned with us for the rest of the week. We'll be bringing you all the preview shows and news from the car park. I might get asked out on a second date. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Anything could happen. Uh, Do get involved in Bet 10, Get 10. Have a £10 bet on horse racing multiples. Get a free £10 bet on horse racing multiples. Do it responsibly. Gamble responsibly all week long. But have fun with it. Enjoy yourself. We will see you next time.